The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And there's screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Sorry. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Sorry. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who gonna this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Gourmet Life Sports Hall. It is a live show Thursday morning. We had yesterday's off. Yesterday's. Yesterday's off to do some things. Denver Lache in the studio, 888-346-9144. That is the number. Again, you know the show's going to go by fast. We might get stuck on one topic, and we might move around. You got any rants this morning? Because I might have a few. Um, Actually, I no. A, you don't have I don't have one on the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure... Uh, we can accumulate, uh, and as soon as you bring up yours, I'm, I'm pretty sure you, something you, will come to mind. But as of right now, well, I can't complain. One rant, one rant, one rant uh, a show. See, you either got one or you, <laughs> you don't. We just started, so You know, the NBA regular season, they try to play a game in Africa. And the I, I, first <laughs> thing I thought about was why. Because they want to be global? Yes. They are global. Right. Without ever playing the game in another continent, you— um, You know how big are, that continent is? Africa? Yeah. The world don't move unless Africa moves. Let's get that straight first. So, yes, I mean, you did ask me a question, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do know how big it is. But I'm just saying, if you never play another, if you don't, if you never play a basketball game on another continent or have never played one on, on, on one, they are playing basketball over there anyway. Right. That's how you get Akeem. Uh, that's how you get uh, Matambo. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of those guys, uh, that's playing over there. And then somebody spot them and say, you can play in the NBA. You can go to college first, play in mm-hmm. the NBA. Or some, well, what's happening now, what's hot now is not hot, but AAU. Mm-hmm. Playing AAU, find you right there on the spot. Playing the NBA, one year of college, gone. Right. You don't have to play high school basketball anymore. It's, you can go straight AAU. AAU. There's some guys that got recruited, didn't play a high school game. I know, I remember. I know played just guys. straight AAU and <laughs> made it to the NBA. But they playing a... Uh, they, they're thinking about it. It's not uh, solidified yet. Thinking about playing a game in uh, Africa. And, I, and the first thing I thought was why? To I be more global because you have um, it's a African regular players. Season, it's a regular season game. Yeah. So I got I to fly to Africa, regular season game, and mm-hmm. fly back and play. That's too much. That is too much. I, I just see that's training camp or, you know, a couple of scrimmages, preseason stuff. Yeah. Regular season. They already travel too much. These guys mm-hmm. always they always gone. I agree. Yeah, I don't know. The NBA regular season stuff is done. Um we're gonna get into some uh Tom Brady after um Minnesota judge uh sent his his case and we'll talk about his case back to New York. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady's appealing everything and as far as regards to his uh suspension, four game suspension. But here's my rant. And let me get on it. I see you in that Jim Irsay has gone from super suspension. <laughs> no, he hasn't. 
That is not true. He did go from suspended. He got he got suspended last season. I remember? know to contending in to one contention. year. Super, yeah, one that's year not happening. They're not going. They're not uh, in contention. I mean, every team is in contention. Not every team. It's all. It's <laughs> you know, it's fifteen teams. No, they they are not going to win the Super Bowl. They are not going. They're win just the preparing Super Bowl. for yeah. the future. Yeah. Okay, I can agree with that. But the Colts are definitely. In the driver's seat in the AFC, they ain't in the driver's seat, but they 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 Colts are one of those. Especially teams. what's going on in Foxborough Col- right now. <laughs> the Colts are definitely in the driver's seat. Wait a seat. minute now, that's they, look. If Guapolo goes, you can't two, say his name right. If he he can't say his name right, who, <laughs> who named somebody like that? What's wrong with Lasso? <laughs> if you can't go, to, if you go two and two, you are fine. If you go zero oh and two, and that zero oh and two was was uh, speculated on. Um, Tom Brady getting two games, missing two games, and mm-hmm. then they possibly losing those games. So if he go two and two, he's fine. You know how many times the Patriots won a Super Bowl being over starting the season zero and two? Okay, that's fine. I know what I'm saying so they'll be okay. So you saying they're in the coaster in the driving seat? They are in the driving seat. They got better. If they go two and two, that's like zero and two, and Tom Brady's coming back mm-hmm. and going straight up the lead mm-hmm. for 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 being upset or being a scapegoat. If you will, because Bill Belichick said he's not saying a word on that uh, Deflate Gate. I yeah. think Robert Kraft made him not say a word. Right, but the whole organization he made him. You know, see if don't Tom speak Brady. If this was five years ago, they would have Tom Brady's back. But they know Tom Brady's out two years, three years. Mm-hmm. I think Tom Brady can play a solid three more years. He can as Tom Brady and still dominate the game. Right, right. I, yeah. I agree with that. But you know, rules are rules. No, they're not. <laughs> the rules are not rules. Rules only benefit those who uh, make them. Mm-hmm. I, even out of this whole situation right now and where it's taking itself to, I mean, we're talking about deflating football during a game. Just take the uh, punishment for it. 11 out of 12 footballs or something like that? 10, yeah. out of, 10, out, 10 out of 11? Why not just take the punishment for it? You know, you, the team already paid the fine. They paid the five. They paid the five. <laughs> now, Tom Brady, you know, he did a deep investigating and Mr. Wells, you know, he's pretty undefeated in this investigation um, title in which he's really good at, great at. And the Wells so, Report. Yeah, and, and the Wells Report. I mean, he's – you just got to face the facts, man. Don't drag this out, you know. Just, I think Tom Brady worried about more his leg, his uh, legacy than anything because uh, – If he would have said something apologized for, like, after the Super Bowl happened or before – it wouldn't be it wouldn't be as big of a deal as apologize. It is now. It's well, just, I'm not apologizing to anybody for what. Not really apologize, but just you know, just having a statement like, "Yo, I, yeah," I, and we all do it around the NFL. But he, but you know, he if he would have came out, he don't and feel just like he did anything. Backed it up. That's fine. He, he's. I mean, he's technically right because uh, what's my man, Mark Brunel on ESPN? He stated a bunch uh, of quarterbacks uh, talk no. to their managers. Yeah, about the football. About yeah. So they say uh, Aaron Rodgers. He like his football's more def- more inflated. Because he's in um, Green Bay. Green yeah. Bay. He got bigger hands, though. It's harder to intercept the ball. Yeah. <laughs> you know, heavier footballs or whatnot being thrown around. But, I mean, every, every quarterback does it. It's just if Tom Brady would just came out Let just straight forward and just been like, yeah, we all do it. And yeah, well, I'll take the five. And I'll take the, you know, two-game suspension. Because it probably would have been one or two games then. It's just the secret. He should have just said, I didn't know this wasn't uh, uh, illegal. I didn't know this Thank was you. He could have played this a whole nother way. But the way he's portraying it but makes it seem like he's hiding a lot more. He destroyed his phone. Yeah, why? I mean, I understand why. If somebody investigated my phone <laughs> right now today, Your phone? I'm, I'm destroying it. 
<laughs> but if they really want to get if it's your phone is subpoena, nobody needs to be in my phone. If they really want to get it, they can get that whatever is in your right. Phone. I mean, whatever is in there is in there. But, but I'm trying to figure out why if his phone was subpoena. Uh, I think it was just a subpoena by the NFL, and they they are nobody compared to a judicial system. So I guess he would destroy his phone, or mm-hmm. somebody destroy his phone for him. That just shows guilt, and that's the guys around the league looking at you like, "Well, you did cheat. You hiding too much." Yeah, but what now, you for? if you Tom Brady and you feel like you really feel like now this, and put aside that you're trying to protect your legacy, but if you really feel like you didn't do anything, or you you'd be made to scapegoat, why would you apologize? Because that's two on the two sides of the thing. He's looking at it that way, or he want us to see it that way. Mm-hmm. If why would I apologize? And he's going to the limb. The more he drag it out, the more he keeps his name in his dirt. Because players are looking around the league saying, you did cheat. They, right. already, they already called him a cheater. And what's, what's funny about fans, that they don't know like Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. They're some of the rudest guys on the sideline mm-hmm. because of their passion to win football games. And they just, they're in the moment. But they're some rude guys. Like they'll get you cut next week after Sunday. Is the game Monday? You will be gone. Mm-hmm. You got offensive line coaches don't want to work with you. Nobody knows that because all they see is the wins and the losses and where the football goes. So that they don't pay attention to football for somebody, and and that's not their fault either. To somebody who knows football, mm-hmm. Tom Brady said, "I'm not guilty, so I'm gonna fight this out." Robert Kraft and um and uh, Belichick, Bill Belichick, say, "Well, you on your own." Because that's what it sounds like. You're on your own. You think so? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Robert Kraft is... Robert Kraft paid a million dollars. You know, he, he, he stated yesterday... Yeah, he paid the five. And then he stated yesterday, you know, I was wrong to put my faith in the league. You big dummy, you. You should... You, who puts their faith in the league? <laughs> you thought that was your buddy. See, they, they like... Yeah. They big buddies, buddy buddies. He thought he was going to take care of me. Now, yeah. Goodell grew up a little bit. It was like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make a stand. I'm going to make a stand. I'm going to stick to it. But this would... This would uh, as far as uh, on Roger Goodell's side, this is, this is, and probably Troy Vincent probably made him do this. That Troy Vincent, who played long time mm-hmm. for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, but been an instrumental part of what was going on in the NFL alumni, NFL PA, uh, NFL in general. He's probably making him stick to his guns because Roger Goodell would, would his spineless self, he would back down in any minute and, and say, yeah, that's my buddy Robert Crabb or Bobby, whatever you call him. Mm-hmm. I take care of you. Don't worry about it. Just pay the fine. I'll make sure we put it all on Tom Brady. Or just make sure, look, I got to be seen differently. Because everybody think he's spineless anyway. Everybody think he's, his inconsistencies of crime and punishment are 100% off or 100% wrong. So for him to find Tom Brady, they're a golden boy of the NFL, not just the Patriots. For mm-hmm. them to do that, it'll show these other guys that, oh, he's serious. You got Tom Brady. I know you, what you're going to do to me. Mm-hmm. That's, you, that's all you got. So yeah, Rob. As long as I Tom just Brady, I don't know what what Robert Kraft is. No, as long as Tom Brady drags this out, as long as he drags this out, it's gonna be a problem for him. Okay, not for the league. I mean, the guys already think you're guilty. So now you just got to come right. out. Okay, let's. You got four games. You two and two. Who who they play? Baltimore, the Colts. Let me flick up their schedule. Week six is the first game where Tom Brady. Can come back, and that's at the Indianapolis Colts. Week one, they're they're hosting um, Pittsburgh Steelers. That's supposed to be the game um, 
you know, that they raised the flag, Super Bowl rings. You think they're going to wait until Tom Brady's no. suspension? No. Or are they going to do a week one? Tom Brady got enough of those. They're going to do a week one. If they were going to do a week, week one, they should keep it a week one. Well, not then. I think they got a week to like week seven. Why? In the middle of the season. I mean, that's when Tom Brady comes when back. When is their bye week? Do it week like five, do, right before the Colts. Do it at the or do it during the Colts thing. They play the Colts where at Indianapolis. You can't uh, raise can't it at Indianapolis. No, that's so disrespectful. It. You wouldn't be able to do it anyway. It's in Indianapolis. <laughs> no, in New England. Shoot, Brady's disappointed by decision and his statements. Well, we're gonna see what's gonna happen with Tom Brady. Do you think Robert Kraft even made that statement? I was wrong to put my faith in the league. Yeah. yeah. Well, why even? Why even? You know. The league made him so much money. This guy was, um, shoot, I think his company was worth uh, a mil- a billion. I think it's now it's worth 2.3 or 3.2. Mm-hmm. If well, my dyslexia kick in, billion dollars. Why, have he, why, why even make this statement? That's my idea. Because like, he can. He don't care. I mean, right. I know he doesn't care. What are you, t- you going to tell a billionaire? That's, this is, this I'm just saying, like, nothing. why? Like, he's just going to continue this on, like, we're talking about the PSI level of a football. Because he want to show some faith. Like he he want to think that this is killing wanted, Bill Belichick right he now. He wanted really where how I, I think um, he got he trying to prepare his guys for camp. He don't know what quarterback to put in in this, the system. This, but this football left or right. This football. This this is it uh, is football, but adversity. it's more distraction to deal with. And the best coaching staff to deal with it is Bill Belichick. Yeah, and his they staff. got a, they put on Bill Belichick come up do an interview. Mm-hmm. What is he going to say? We just get ready for the game. Yeah. That's all he going to say. So he going to shut that down before the uh, media get a chance to blow it up. He is. But at this point, I don't think it's ever been, you know, with this much attention on the Patriots since, I don't know, what, Tom Brady went down because of Spygate. They, they got written up and quick, and they paid the fine, and they were okay. They moved on. Spygate was 500000 uh, 500, Yeah, and they moved on. So now they just double it. It would be a million. They it, it was able to move on because uh, did they win the Super Bowl that year? If when they won the Super, yeah, the Spy Spy Gate, Gate, yeah. No, they came back that season. They went undefeated until they lost to the Giants. You're right to Eli Manning, which twice. was crazy. I was like, I was like, oh my goodness, that was nice. Eli Manning come back from a Spy Gate and you go undefeated, but and then you lose in the Super Bowl. But then you lose Super Bowl. <laughs> Thank you, David. In, in Arizona. Thank you, David Tyree. In Arizona, anything could happen in the Valley. Yeah, and, and most times it does. You know, the Final Four would be out here. I know it's kind of random this season, 2016 NCAA Final, Final Four? Four. Yeah. Where they held? Got to prepare at the. At the um, you got to get ready. At the uh, ASU, where they held this? No, it might be there. Might be at the Sun Stadium mm-hmm. Arena. I believe so. Uh, no, no, it's out in uh, Glendale at the uh, at this Carlton Phoenix. Stadium. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, you could put um, mm-hmm. you could put two games in there. Not just two. They might even do just one because I know that's what they did at the Cowboys Stadium. It was the final. Well, they cut it like half. Yeah, it's the final four, so nobody's playing. They playing in football stadiums now, baby. I know. Mm -mm. Ain't no more uh, Phoenix Suns. How much did the Cardinals make off that? (laughs) Speaking of the Cardinals, cut the check. Speaking of the Cardinals, I'm gonna ask them. uh, I'm gonna tell them I want to coach their defensive back. See what they do. I want to coach your defensive back for the uh, training camp. Let's not go do that. As an intern, you gonna come yeah, in as an intern. intern. <laughs> yeah, they got this girl coaching. Bruce ain't folding for that. No, because they don't want nobody no more than them. <laughs> and that is, and me, this won't be for publicity. You think the lady is it's for publicity? I think she. Um, 
I think Bruce Arian's not a publicity type of guy. I'm not talking about Bruce. Well, he's the one that hired him. You, you think so? Yes. You, Who, you don't you, think? You think Bruce said? You think Bruce said? It's his I'm, staff. I'm, he got the keys to his staff. <laughs> Trust me. And the Cardinals could say veto. <laughs> they could say no. They can, but he got the keys to his staff. Yeah, I would think Bruce was hiring her for the right reason. But tell me why? There's a lot of defensive back coaches, a lot of linebacker coaches that want to do this. And I'm sure they apply for the job. So what, how she get it? Now, I'm not saying she don't deserve the job because I think she's qualified. Mm-hmm. But how they um, how they respond to her is a whole other thing. And I think they over there having fun. They respond to her well. They respond to her uh, pretty good over there. I saw some clips. But if you know your job, if you do your job, I don't I don't care who's the uh, who's coaching you. Because if you look at a lot of NFL staffs. Mm-hmm. Most of these guys are old men, old men who can't do what you can do, but they're coaching you. But they're coaching you off the knowledge that they have in their head. So, yeah, I need to call Kevin Ross. Now, who's the safety coach? Kevin Ross is the line as cornerback coach. You know, nowadays they have two defensive back coaches, which is dumb. See, defensive back, now he's nobody. He's going to go get me some coffee, Nick. <laughs> That's who he is. Defensive backs coach. Yeah, Nick, go give me some coffee. He's an assistant. They just didn't put an assistant by it because look at him. <laughs> yeah, linebacker coach. Where's the linebacker coach? Linebacker coach was the uh, – he's, he's the office – no, he's – yeah. Larry Foote's Larry inside Foot. linebacker coach. <laughs> See, inside linebacker coach, outside linebacker coach, corner coach, safety coach. See, me, I got to have both of them. Even though it's two different jobs, I got to have both of them so the communication is – don't mm-hmm. have a breakdown. Mm-hmm. We got to take a quick break. Come on, sports talk. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Hi, this is Jake the Snake Plumber. You're listening to Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk with Demery Lachey and Doug Bremer. They're legit. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Hosts J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. 
your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Hi, this is Larry Sinners. You're on Sports Talk. Kwame Lasseter with Demi Lachey and Doug Bramer. These guys know sports. Welcome back, Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk. 888-346-9144, Kevin Rose. 24 years experience in the National Football League. That's playing, too. I respect Kevin, that. Kevin, Kevin Ross is a monster, though. He was bad in Kansas City. I respect. But he played, though. Yeah. You know what saying? Yeah. He played for a long time. Now he just didn't show up and had a, somebody say, here's your helmet, go defend. Right. So you don't respect the uh, defensive coordinator the Cardinals got and the decision they made to hire a woman? What? I'm actually, I'm I respect the woman standpoint in hiring her as an intern, as an internal coach, to learn more, to get on the NFL sideline, mm-hmm. get in the media. I room. know a lot of guys that want to be interns. They, they For some reason, they could, and some of them played for the Cardinals, and mm-hmm. they didn't get the job. Now, the coaching staff was different, too. Mm-hmm. So, But it was just crazy because this is a good story. It's saying that uh, you know we hired a female coach. Now, I've said on all the social medias, because people were asking me what I thought about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, let's watch her in training camp, see how the guys respond to it. If they give her uh, arm's length, let her do her job, let her be who she is, then fine. If she's qualified, fine. Mm-hmm. Fine. I don't care who. It's, it's, it's kind of like the when we talk about a lot of these coaches that never played Mm-hmm. But they do have a, a, a grasp. That's my boy right there. They have a, a vast knowledge of the game, so they know how to take input from a player coming off the field, and that was from all the film studies they've done, and that makes them a better coach because then they can respond to what's happening, and they got to feel a, a, a remembrance of this play, that play, what happened. Mm-hmm. You can go sit in the car because I don't know what you just <laughs> said. He just said, mm-hmm. <laughs> because I mean, you, you made you, you making sense for the first time ever Whatever. for a time in a while. But I, I'm I'm all for anybody really female. I whatever. told you I respect the decision. It's just what the defensive coordinator. Look at look, look, look at look at a assistant head coach. It's some other guys on that defensive. Before I go to that, it's some other guys on. What are we talking about? The Arizona the Cardinals de- coaching staff. The defensive staff. It's some other guys. Yeah, who I think. Could run that defense, yeah, uh, better than resume uh, wise and uh, experience wise. That I would put in form mm-hmm. as a coordinator, or yeah, but, but he might take he taking care of his buddy. But remember, see, Bruce was in Indy. Remember that, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. He's taking care of him. But Tom Moore was time, in Indy too. Tom Moore. Yeah, I think he was in yeah, Indy too. He was there yeah. way before for Arians, before Pagano. Yeah, uh, he was Dungey's boy. He look look at this guy. Look at this guy. This is just this their life though. No, that's their life. Mm-hmm. They they love being in the film room. They love being in the study. They love yeah. being Lock them in football. the film room in there, yeah. there for days. But they really, you know, sometimes you pay attention to. It's, we had some coaches. There's some coaches. I think everybody had coach that played in a sport that just didn't know what he or she was doing. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, James, James Betcher has a whole lot of. He got some big shoes to fill. Tabo's Tabo's leaving. See now that. That guy was a maniac on the sideline. Like he, Tabo's put his time. He was in a players' too. coach. He did his time. 
he had the resume to do it. Let me go to Todd Bowles. Go ahead. I mean, he he was just, you know, like I say, he was he was a maniac. He was a players' coach. Um, he knew his players in and out. Uh, he had the respectable, you know, resume. He worked, you know, time after time, different organizations, different positions. Got with Bruce Arians, been under his belt for a while, learning and dominated that defensive presence for what last three years, and he built that defense with Bruce Bruce Arians. And he had some good players doing it too. Yeah, some great guys. Some some guys. You know, stepping up to the table. Uh, for instance, Calais Campbell became an all-pro this season, this past season. Became a pro bowler. You know, now he's top, you know, top five defense, uh, defense alignment in the NFL. You got to bring up Calais Campbell name every time. It's the reasoning because of top bowls. I think, um, yeah, and that's different from uh, James Betcher making uh, – uh, Matthews. Yeah, that's that's, totally that's what his different. resume says. At, at four years of experience, you're the defensive coordinator, and you made Matthews. And you made Robert Mathis who he is today. You made John Abraham his fifth Pro Bowler. Yeah. I'm not sold on that. But you got to put you got to put the you got to put the verbiage a certain way because he's a defensive coordinator. Like how you become a defensive coordinator if you had nobody that we know of be successful? And I think that's what that is. Mm-hmm. If you read his biography. You, he's he's gonna say all that stuff. Mm. It's gonna say that nonsense. Well, I tell you what, he got a lot of support behind him on that defensive side, special teams yeah. wise as well. He, if he's smart, he won't change a thing. Oh, that, he has no choice. He he's brand new into the system or to uh, this position of a coordinator. He's calling the plays, so he knows nothing else. But yeah, so he's the one that's just in control. The, the other coaches are definitely. They looking at him sideways, see what's yeah. going to happen. Maybe he's smart. Maybe because Larry Foote was on this roster. Now he's uh because Larry Foote was also in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Now look at all the ties that come with it. Yeah, which is supposed to. I, I think it's supposed to work that way. It's supposed to work that way. But maybe this guy's just smart. Maybe he knows what he's doing. Maybe he, um, Todd Bowles left him in good hands with a with a wealth of knowledge of how to run defenses, how to put yeah. people in the right places. You have they had three years experience. Who's that guy from Virginia Tech? Is that Nick? Yeah, Nick Rapone. You have Kevin Ross. You have Bob Sanders, linebackers coach. Don't get him mistaken with Bob Sanders from the the one who's always hurt for yeah. the coach <laughs> in in the Chargers. Um, but you have a, a lot of support on that defensive side with the point, and you got Bruce Arians, who's a defensive minded coach. Um, Bruce Bruce gonna let him go, and unless they unless they zero and three. But when they on two, he'll say, "Look, tighten up." Yeah, I want to start calling plays. Yeah, I, 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 you got the players intact. <laughs> but uh, you know, one of the biggest NFL stories I know we didn't really discuss it the other day because the news got dropped uh, after we got out of the studio. Is the return of Eric Berry to the Kansas City Chiefs? That guy was a beast. He's still a He's, man. All pro. Pro Bowler came in day one straight out of Tennessee. I mean, Tennessee, he made yeah, every up. accolade that you can think of. The best defensive player coming in the draft when he came in. And, you know, lived up to it. Lived up to the bell in the NFL. Changed that Kansas City defense. Then he got left on know. Yeah. Then he got left on him. My, my aunt has that. It's mm-hmm. like it could be blood clots and everything. But they said he got a grasp of it. Yeah. So they they, they took care of it. They taking care of the cancer. It's gone. He passed the test. He was noted that he will start camp. He will be in pads. He can play full 
football. He's back. Eric Berry. That guy was the, That's amazing. You remember that's they, a, they, that's they a had great story. they had about nine guys go to the Pro Bowl on that yes. de- on that team. Yes. Probably seven of them came from defense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. That's when that defense that Chiefs was. Team, that's why Alex Smith was like 11 and uh, yeah. three at one point, and then he had Andy Reid was the head. Yeah, that was when Andy Reid first got there. And yeah. That defense line was out of control. Houston, that's why mm-hmm. he got that big dollar check. And then, yeah, their DBs, they had a, a duel back there. You had Eric Berry. Um, I mean. They, they had a good squad. Steve Smith across was the, the corner. A, across the board. They had a good team. Right. They had a good defense team. Their offense would, wasn't bad, but their defense gave them chances. Kind of the like defense the, ran the AFC. Yeah, kind of like the uh, the Seattle uh, squad. They had a great defense, but their offense keep them off the field long enough to get a breather. It's not three and out, three and out. Right. Get back on the field. Do what you're supposed to do, defense. You're so good. Mm-hmm. So with the, with that with him returning, I mean that's I mean that's huge, man. Taking a year off, beating cancer, surviving it. And getting a chance to play, you know, football once again. I wonder why cancer don't get cancer. Just go away. Well, it, it can build <laughs> on itself. Yeah. So. Cancer, yeah. No, that's that's, um, that's when you got to get checked. So I need to go get checked because you don't know. You got to get your blood work and everything done. You never know. You could just be getting a regular physical. And that's what happened to me with my uh, heart condition. Getting a regular f- physical. They said, oh, we need to see you. Mm-hmm. You've been healthy all your life. Right. Like, oh, we need to see you. But that's not good. That's not good. It is Thursday, so somewhere some golf is being played or being started. I think Tiger Woods and his uh, Quicken Loans. I shouldn't even say it, Tiger Woods. I just should have just said Quicken Loans that he play. Uh, what was it, a Quicken Loans? I think he playing it. Um, Quicken Loans National. I think that's what he having in D.C. It is his tournament, so I gotta, I gotta say Tiger Woods, but it's in Washington D.C. So. I think that's the one that's in D.C. You have to look that up. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first thing, you, like you said, the name you dropped was Tiger Woods. Yeah, I'm tired of dropping Tiger Woods. <laughs> I want to play him now. I've been playing for three days in a row. I want to play him now. Kind of feeling my clubs now. What, you got some new ones? No, I guess they got, they new to me. They not, not, they're not new. I just haven't been using them because I've been out of town so much. So is it the clubs or is it, or is it you? It's time. Time won't let me play. My schedule won't let me play. So that's what it is. Saying that's you sound like Tiger Woods right now. No, I don't. <laughs> I wish I just sound like, you sound like Tiger Woods. Nah, because Tiger make an excuse. I don't make excuses. <laughs> that was a, that was a legitimate fact. Because my, you, hey, I've been gone. You see me in the that's studio? True. That's yeah. true. Yeah, I was out. That's true. I see you started your new uh, your new supplements. I gotta get back in to life. Sexy. What it yeah what. Go ahead. My it works, it works. That's my stuff. I got. I'm, I'm building a nice little team. Uh, steady, surely but steady. Or oh, is it steady but yeah, surely but steady. <laughs> I'm, I'm building a nice little team. Coming on, get in, get in where you fit in. Put you at the top. You make some, make some money. To not eat for a week? No, that's not that. That's something else. Oh <laughs> no, I don't eat anyway. <laughs> I don't eat anyway. You want know to? I've been. I've been. I might have had some cereal. Mm-hmm. And I don't even eat cereal because I can't do milk. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe. What time? Much time we got enough in the segment? Because I got a, uh, I do got a rant. It's a football rant. It has something to do with Brittany Griner. With Brittany Griner and football? Yeah, if I can see how much time we got, I can get into it. Well, NFL. 
with the camp starting off this week. And NFL camps, yeah. Bringing up had, Brittany Griner. Because <laughs> I went to the game the other night. Them girls, oh, man, them girls bad. Yeah, they are. Playing-wise. Yeah. But them... They get after it. They yeah, they got one. It's a slicer, man. She's so skinny. This is the skinniest girl I ever seen in my life. Let me see. Yeah, this must be the skinniest girl I ever seen in my life. Tall and skinny. But ball out of control. I don't think she could be stopped. Griner? No, no. Oh the no, no. Griner could be stopped. You could just get her mad. Griner got some dog in her. She do. She got some dog in her. I like the way she play. She <laughs> she got a tech the other night. For what she, she got a she because she fouled somebody it was her fault you know it's always somebody their fault and then she uh, walked past the referee and said something real slick it, it was, it was, I knew she was gonna say something when she walked by because she's just looking at him and then she kept walking he teched her oh come on but Brittany. it was a great game yeah Brittany and they were down by sixteen already but they ended up winning that game in overtime let me tell you who's uh Tiffany it might be Tiff no hold on Candace I like Candace Dupree. I like Candace. But let me tell you who the, um, it might be Tiffany. They got this new girl because, you know, you know um, their point guard, point guard is not out, is out. Who's number five? Let me, oh, there she go. Liana. I don't know, let me see if it's Tiffany. But they got this new, they got this new point guard because uh, Danny Taurasi is out. She decided to take a year off. Yeah, what uh, like she making money? She ain't taking no year off and not making money. They gave her money overseas just to sit on the bench, not play. Sit on the Man, bench. The women over the women's basketball period overseas. What makes more more oh. money than the WNBA? That's why the girls the, soon as they uh, get done playing here, they go over there. Go back over there. They only want to do this so they can play in front of their family and friends, and you know, be on national That's television, right. like you know, and then go back over there to make the money. That's where they make that their money. Yeah, but, you know, they could pay you overseas like NBA if if more guys would go over there. That's not her. Tiffany would ride the bench. <laughs> you just looked at her but she Yeah, but she quick. Go to, that's her right there. A little short. I think she uh, she might be Asian descent or something. She mixed with something. Is that her? She, she sure look different. Yeah, that might be her. She used to play for the Liberty, huh? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but they were balling. They were balling uh, the other night. So we got about two, three minutes left for the break. Now my beef or my rant is I was, I was I'm at the game and I'm thinking I'm watching. It's a good game, but I'm mm-hmm. watching and I'm like, damn, Brittany Griner got in trouble for domestic violence and she playing still. Then I started thinking about Ray Rice. Mm. Who, who did the same thing in a professional sport? This is the motor, the machine that the NFL is. He can't get a job. Still a very serviceable running back. Serviceable means he'll help you win football games. Mm-hmm. But Brittany was out there getting down, playing, mm. playing in her chosen passion, and being successful at it and having the opportunity to do so. Now, that was her first offense. And so was Ray Rice's. Mm-hmm. But the NFL and the marketing and who he was and who she is, it's different. It's different. But what would be the difference, though? Because the incident, he was a the, man. Uh, I'm going to tell you the, the biggest difference yeah, that general, public sees, that I, that I see, is, is a man attacking a woman. So woman on woman is not a crime. Woman on woman is still domestic violence. It's uh-huh. still... 
you know, uh, but it's a, a fair fight. Act. It's possibly a fair fight. It's the same sex. So if Ray Rice fights his uh, boyfriend, allegedly, if he had a boyfriend, that wouldn't be domestic violence. But it'd be a, two men fighting. In a way, hmm. no, you, you, you. This is you talking, or you playing devil's advocate? Because I need to know. Because <laughs> I need. They're Candace. Yeah. In a way, um, yes, it's domestic violence. <laughs> In my vision, I just see two men fighting. You know, it's just yeah, but they they a couple aggravated assault. They are a couple. I don't know. Like it maybe. Brittany was with that girl. She's a couple. Charge. She got they got in a fight because she got pregnant. Allegedly, outside looking in. Mm-hmm. Now, there's two girls fighting. Let's say it's two guys fighting. You see two guys fighting, but they but they but they are a couple though. You see two girls fighting. They're a couple, but you see a a, a guy fighting a girl. Mm-hmm. There's got to be some punishment to this. It got to be drastic too. Because a man cannot hit a female. Well, can she coach linebackers? The one of the toughest positions in the sport. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Hmm, that's interesting. Uh, yeah. And I that's know. where your rant is going into. That's my rant right there. I like that. Like Ray Rice should be playing right now. He should. Not be. because. He needs to play football. He he needs to play football. Or you're going to turn him to a monster somewhere down the road. They don't care. They they feel like they did their job. Okay, you you prove your point. He needs to Don't play. hit women. You, every man should know that anyway. He needs to be Women stay out of the man's face and tempting him to hit her. Don't do it. My mom, if, if a woman, this is what my mom told me. If she woman enough to hit you, she man enough to get hit back. Mm-hmm. Now, don't put your hands on anybody. Mm-hmm. Take a quick break because I got to go pee anyway. Kwame Lasso Sports Talk. We'll be right back. <laughs> Drinking that similar. <laughs> Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. This is Frank Sanders, former player with the Arizona Cardinals. You're listening to the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show with Demery Lachey and Doug Brimmer, the number one sports talk show in Phoenix, Arizona. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We are broadcasting from the Phoenix studios at voiceamerica.com. Variety Channel, Going Global with Gas Man is the show that you are listening to. And joining me today is Sean Morley from the WWE, otherwise known as Val Venus, the big Val Boski. Hello, ladies. <laughs> and he's also got a third identification as well. He Absolutely. Is Captain Cannabis. Live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific time on the voiceamerica.com Variety Channel. Going global with gas. Man. How the hell do they know that I got gas? This is Jerome Buddha Daniels. You're listening to Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk with Dan Marie Lachey and Doug Bremer. They know about this sports thing. Hey, welcome back in to the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. 
888-346-9144 is the number to call in anytime Monday through Friday, except for Wednesdays to join in on the show. Demi Lachey is here. Kwame Lasseter is still hanging out, but I want to talk a little bit definitely on like his rant standpoint, I guess you could say. That really caught me in by surprise. Um, I didn't really, honestly, I don't think any of us really thought that hard about you know the situation and still tying it back into last season and the whole Ray Rice domestic violence issues around professional sports. And I mean, it, it, it made a lot of sense. It really made me think, especially when we were off the air during the break. Uh, we were discussing, you know, man, like this woman. You know, as in Brittany Griner, Hope Solo, these women are still playing their professional sports, still having a chance, you know, still getting looked at, still signing autographs, still doing the things that they dreamed up to do and performing it on a high level, professional level as well. And then, you know, playing their professional sports still. And so that's just the issue that, you know, Kwame was getting at, especially discussing on the Ray Rice standpoint. Which one? The, the domestic violence? Yeah, so, you know, we were discussing a little bit off the break here. I mean, I didn't I didn't really think about that standpoint. I didn't think about that, uh, you know, with the way you put it as, you know, combining the two sports, even the three sports now, because you got to think about Hope Solo and her still playing on the U.S. national team. Well, that was a different stage. On the, and That's a higher stage. That's a, that's a world stage. So, and this football, guy Ray Rice, he still don't even stage. get the chance to. This guy Ray Rice, I mean, still he still don't get the chance to even put back on the pass. And I, and I know he needs it. I know that I know right now he's in the you know. And I'm not saying he's in a dark place, but he he's not comfortable. He's not you know he can't be the Ray Rice where he was before the incident, which when was his whenever first. Whenever you challenge offense. the NFL, you challenge the NFL, they're gonna make sure they they hold you out longer than they should. I agree with that. The NFL is a bunch of Neanderthals okay. for life. That's what the NFL stands for. Neanderthals for life. Yeah. Robert Kraft said the same thing. Did he? <laughs> oh, he said he shouldn't have put his trust in him. Now, it's, it's, here's what it is. I'll tell you now, and I, I say that with the same tone. I'm, I still benefit from the NFL today. Uh, NFL did a lot of great things. But the the way they go about their business just – is idiotic. It's they there there are no consistencies in what they do as far as the crime and the punishment. And I got a problem with that. I got a problem with uh, them thinking they bigger than everybody else. Like baseball, no one even go to the games in baseball. They make more money than NFL players. Mm-hmm. We got Kurt Feldkeller in the studio. He's just coming when he wants to. He's just coming in. You thought the show was at ten? I did. <laughs> I, I showed a lot of. Uh is he oh, turning around? Let me see if he turned my mic. Turn mic four on. See these guys back there. They yeah, I know. Yeah, they man. Yeah, it's four on. I don't know. It's four. On. Who knows which mic is? Okay, this yeah. one's at least hot. Yeah, it's hot. hot. Yeah, see that's, that's it right there. That's the one. But yeah, man. I, yeah, no. When time change, it'd be a four. Okay, it'd be, I mean ten. No, four o'clock <laughs> would be perfect for me. <laughs> you'd be done. So, done you know, golfing. so so you're concerned about obviously Goodell being. Judge, jury, executioner. Absolutely. Which makes perfect sense. I think that the NFL has been slow to adopt policies and consistencies for a very long time. And I think that they got a little lethargic. I absolutely don't agree with what's going on with what Roger Goodell is doing. And I think he's he has made Robert Kraft the single owner that every player is going to want to go work for. Right. 
But that's that's his what buddy. he's done. But that's his buddy. And I always, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan looking out for his buddy. But <laughs> yeah, not if you got to make me pay a million dollars. But he's raised him. Is that yeah? It's hot. It's hot, hot. Robert Kraft in the Patriots was worth probably one point, one point five or something billion dollars. And I, and I say that like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. But since uh, but Roger Goodell has made these guys money. He's made them like two point three. His company's worth about three billion dollars now. Absolutely, and, and that's his job. And it's football money, and that's his mm-hmm. job. So he makes forty-two. Roger Goodell makes forty-two million a year. He don't do anything. Talk to sponsors. He talked to sponsors. Make I say he don't do anything because that that capital, that's a lot. That's a lot. So it's, it's easy to say he don't do anything because we don't like him and the things he's done. Just inconsistent. Right time, right place. Right. With the explosion of media becoming the outlet of a product, which the NFL's always been a great product. But now what Roger Goodell has taken, taken I guess, uh, credit for is all these new television contracts. But everything's exploding. Even baseball, as boring as it is, you know, <laughs> it's, it's still going to the next level. It's still going to the next level. I mean, and same and, and basketball, which I love. Mm-hmm. They're coming up with a big payday now too, oh, and they just to. I mean, but they were going to be bankrupt fifteen years ago. That's what I said. You you couldn't pay this guy. <laughs> I think Denver. You when the last time you met the baseball game? How packed was it? Um, it has to be a special it was event. Around July fourth, so yeah, it was a decent yeah. crowd, but still wasn't anywhere else like a Yankee game or you know your traditional games like a Cubs team or oh, it, you know yeah right. th- those fan bases they show up, but but it's it. They're not going to come. Baseball is one. It's a social event. It's not a sport in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, because <laughs> you, you sit there. You sit there and things are going on. You know you're a baseball happened. guy. You, I, you know, baseball I know. That's world. why I can say that. <laughs> that's why I can say that. Um, because things are going on. And, heck, you got bored as a player. Right. I mean, and it's boring for the fans. And baseball isn't getting the revenue from attendance. They're getting their revenue from all of the TV deals, but whether it be local, national, or international. Yeah. Uh, baseball mm-hmm. finally, they, they finally recently got their own channel, baseball channel. They didn't have mm-hmm. that at first. But they didn't you need can, it. Huh? They, didn't, they really didn't need it, honestly. And you know I'm not I, sure you, they need it now. You know yeah. what I think, about, <laughs> right. I think about baseball? I think about the, uh, what is the uh, show, uh, t- Tom Hanks, the women <laughs> don't cry. There's no crying there's no in baseball. Crying baseball. Oh, there's some crying going on. Oh, there was last night. There's some crying going on last night, <laughs> which was crazy. New York Mets was shortstop. Was it um, Tutorella? What's his name? That's no, his name. no, no. That's that's the Houston guy. Houston. Um, okay. Yeah, he he. Uh, social media got a hold of now, how is the that trade possible? going down when because somebody about- leaked it in the office. I mean, you know, back in the day. A general manager would call a general manager, and it'd just be on their phone call, and that's right. it. Mm-hmm. Now you've got so many people putting together these phone calls. You've got to anticipate, all right, so what's the league going to approve and disapprove? You've got too many people with their hands in the cookie jar, mm-hmm. and information leaks. Mm. And as a result, what happened last night, which, which I do find ironic because Gomez from the Brewers, he's not hurt. He said his hip was messed up. He's not hurt. He's having. He's an all star. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He, if he if he's hurt, but I, I, I want to trade for all the hurt players just like just him. like him. <laughs> but all you have to do is do an MRI. When you trade somebody, you got to do. They got to pass the physical. They got to pass the physical. Yeah. But if he's already playing on another team, what physical do you need? At an all star level. At all star level, because yeah. he made the all star. Right. This is crazy, but yeah. there's no TV. Nobody's watching. Nobody's going to the game. Because I thought the Diamondbacks home open should have been packed. And it was packed considering how it always is. Yeah. 
I'm talking about like standing room packed. I went to the mm-hmm. San Diego Padres opening day packed. Yeah. You had to squeeze through like you was getting in a club, like <laughs> like you was getting a club scene. Like you was down, you was down at the W. And you could you had to do some sidestepping. But I think I think it should be like that. But it's not. And these guys make more money. They pay their players more money than the football players can pay. And football is the most popular sport on on this U.S. continent. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I will tell you that um, baseball is going to reap the benefit of what's going on in the National Football League. Oh, because yeah, better athletes that. will now start going back to baseball because of the physical trauma. You make a good point right that, there. Uh, that all the That's NFL Yeah, Because I wish, I wish uh, KJ would have played baseball. He was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he wanted to play football because football does great marketing. That's why baseball, baseball, baseball and golf will never go away because yeah. of the, you know, the it, physical it, it, abilities. It'll come back. I've, I've seen you know, more of the... Like you said, the athlete standpoint. I mean, look at um, look at the NBA. You're seeing more mature body types in the NBA now, like a Kenneth Reed, LeBron James. I mean, these guys are football bodies. Glenn Davis playing, playing basketball. It's because of the co- collision impact of the game. And now you've seen these guys transform into it's basketball easier. players. And, you know. I think it's easier for it to be one play and you're done for the rest of your career in football than it is in those other sports. Absolutely. Unless you get hit in the head with a golf ball. But that wouldn't be my shot. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Look out. <laughs> I've, been on, I've been on tour for the past three days in that golf stuff, man. I've been, I, I'm two-toned. If I, if I take my shirt off, uh, you, man, two-toned up. I got to get a bucket head. I keep telling you. We'll get a I had one on yesterday. I had <laughs> Did a bucket you? Head, but it was a Cardinals bucket head, so it was like a little cool. It was oh, short. Oh, it's it a was, tight little. But it, 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 not yeah. too tight. No, it wasn't like yours, like Gilligan Island. It wasn't a Gilligan head. Hey, I, <laughs> I, look, I look like I, I belong out in the rice fields harvesting yeah, rice. Yeah, one of those. It was a big <laughs> one. one. of those things, yeah. He had a net on the back of it. <laughs> oh, wow. No, he didn't. No, I didn't have a net. Oh, wow. But I was about to say. No, I'm telling you, it is a big hat. I, I have to stay out of the sun, man. I... As much as I love the warm, I hate the sun. But it don't go with my outfit, so I just don't. Yeah, I, vanity's tough to live with, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, it, it's tough. To, you're not supposed to match in golf. What? Not, not, this is not oh. John Daly wear. Yeah. This is not loud mouth. Oh, okay. This is not loud mouth wear. This is uh, that's right. This is this is McElroy. Yeah, this and, uh, yeah, yeah, this is tight fitted. Like I'm a large, <laughs> Ricky, but I'm gonna wear Ricky a medium. Is <laughs> yeah. that? I'm gonna wear a medium. I know. I keep trying to do that, and it just doesn't do me any good. I had a medium shirt yesterday. It fit perfect. I'm like, I'm all, well. You see, my juice right here. I'm on this. It works stuff. Uh oh. My juice. Mm-hmm. I knew you were juicing. <laughs> I knew something was going on. Well, I don't, have right. to, I don't have to get tested now. <laughs> you, well, let's see. You, 347 yard par four. You hit a three with oh, to the apron. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. No, that that's just a, that's just a natural you good cheating? swing. <laughs> cheating? No, I'm cheating. Yeah, no, he's, I, he's I'm juicing. not A-Rodden. I'm not juicing. A-Rodden. I'm not A-Rodden. This is a homemade. Oh, no. oh, no, you're juicing it. I, there's no question. I, the, the three wolves. Are, I saw some things the other day I haven't seen. <laughs> three wolves? Yeah, what, he had a three wolves. 347? That's nothing. I think it was 347 and a half. Oh, no, we got to test you. No, I had a good. Oh, yeah. That was good. There's no, a cup waiting for you outside. <laughs> <laughs> Second you're done with this show, it's Kwame. I've been eating asparagus, so they don't want, they don't want my pee. <laughs> <laughs> so they don't want them. They don't want that. No, man, we were talking. We was all over the board. I'm like, damn, Kirk, and she's never been late to anything. What, what is this guy doing? I, am, I, I know, right? 10 o'clock. I thought it was 10 o'clock. Well, when we blow up, blow up, we're going to have two hours. So yeah. you would have been, you just coming in on the end of part of in show. In the break, yeah. yeah. I, you know, I'm so, the closer. 
Clothes I'm not bringing, bringing in. any junk. I'm bringing heat. I'm bringing the heat right here. You paying me? <laughs> I love that. Yeah, they, they bringing in. Um, they paying guys like that now, or they're not paying the guys. Kind of like football. You know, I, the, the best example I would give you is uh, the tight end for New Orleans, who's now in Seattle. Jimmy Graham. Right. Played receiver was out more than anything. Uh, wide out. And then they want to franchise him a tight end because they didn't have to pay him much. But they're doing that with uh, closers and relief pitchers now. Right. Like, you only bring me in to do this. You want to pay me. And then eventually they become starters at some point or they go to relief pitchers. Mm-hmm. Well, you want to be a closer or a starter. You don't want to be a setup guy. Yeah. You yeah you're not getting paid. It, mm-hmm. Never. Never. You're and baseball pay people. Oh, my goodness. It's outrageous. I swear I could still play. Yeah. I know I could still hit 250. Yeah. And oh, wow. Yeah. And I mean, th- these guys are getting paid to throw big money for ten million dollars a year for nothing. <laughs> I get an eighty mile per hour fastball, which would be some fastballs. <laughs> maybe I am getting a little ambitious. Yeah, I man. don't think I could hit a sixty mile an hour fastball anymore. You go to the bat cage, you'd be right. You'd be in good shape. I, I was going to have a conversation, but we probably going to run out of time with this. But Albert Bell's not in the uh, Hall of Fame, and it, it's because, real quick, it's because. People didn't like how he was, and he had a Hall of Fame numbers. They didn't like how he was. Why do the writers get to do that? Baseball is the most hypocritical oh, sport that, yes, that lives. Pete Rose. I mean, but Pete Rose, I, I get sick and tired of these old stodgy guys running baseball who mm-hmm. who don't even understand what's going on with today's athletes. I mean, that's that's the one thing that, that is so disappointing is that baseball – I mean – the NFL, Roger Goodell is putting in a lot of policies and procedures that should have been there a long time ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, baseball, you want to talk about the snail's pace of change there. That's why the pastime is, is what it is. It, it's a, it's pastime. Right. Pa- and they're just, it's not one word, it's two words, past time. So, they want, so a lot of these guys, a lot of these older guys, won't, it won't change the rules for anything because they remember how it was 60 years ago when they had their favorite player. Mm-hmm. Albert Bell is a great guy, but he's off the ballot. He's a good dude, though. He's, he's off the ballot. You probably know him better than I do, except through the golf channels. I mean, in golf stuff. But <laughs> I've played just, golf with him a few times. He can hit it. Just because, uh, yeah, he and himself was out here doing some, trying to go on a um, tour, a little Pepsi tour, which was Ooh. some other stuff. Damn, we got to go. But uh, yeah, he should have. These old writers who don't care anything about the guy, his, who he was, how he was. What he has to do, then you get to vote on if I go into the Hall of Fame or not. Well, and you're just you're a writer, now, so mm-hmm. you can go in. I'm gonna play baseball right now. I guarantee you I can give the San Diego Padres a good run. I, uh, <laughs> I put me a put me a shortstop. Hey, shortstop. You. We got to get out of here. Oh, we, but we yeah, do, you do. But we do have <laughs> we do have Friday. Thanks for Kirk for uh, dropping in late as he as he. Uh, I'll be better. Denver say we'll be back tomorrow. We, we out. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. <laughs>